Welcome back to the Crossroads Initiative Crossing Borders podcast. My name is Miriam Jalali and I'll be your host today. Our upcoming edition is on mental health through the years, so we are very excited to have Taylor Chapa here today. And without further ado, we will let Taylor introduce herself. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Um, so my name is Taylor. Um, a little bit about me, I'm from California. Um, I'm out in Utah for school. I'm in nursing school my last semester. Um, and I run a small business. So the small business's name is Feminescence. So I make handmade jewelry and all of it is named after historical women. So it comes with a biography um, of who it's inspired and named after. But that is me. <laughs> yes, I love the idea of your business. And if so, would you like to tell us when and why did you feel like it was time to start your business? Or if there was a moment that inspired you to start it or something? Honestly, I ask myself that every day. <laughs> I'm like, why did I do this? Um, no, but like, seriously, I I love what you guys do with like mental health because this business was, um, it was born out of, I, I had just gotten married. Um, I was like in the thick of nursing school, just starting clinicals at the hospital. And I just needed like some type of outlet, some creative outlet for myself. Um, it felt like I wasn't seeing a lot of friends or like doing much with my life. Um, so I decided to just, you know, take up a couple hobbies and that was jewelry making. And this was pre-COVID too. So I'm not like one of those people that just started like a little hobby during COVID. So this was before. And yeah, that's like kind of how it started. Um, it became more of like a business when I started like to pay myself back for supplies, I just like wanted to sell earrings and then like make the money back for those supplies. And then I realized like, wow, like people like what I'm doing. Um, and then I started to become like more brand focused. And, you know, I asked myself what's gonna keep me more motivated to um, continue this. And so that's how my business was born. Just kind of like finding that passion for women and empowering women and then also the creativity and taking care of myself. That's awesome. And I feel like it's so important to have a creative outlet like that. And you're doing amazing. Um, what are what are your like long-term or short-term goals with your business? I want to build an empire. <laughs> yes, I yes. I'm like very ambitious and like serious about this. A lot of people look at it and they're like, oh, it's your hobby business. And I'm like, no. Like, this is, like, obviously, I'm almost done with nursing school, but if I, like, my end goal is to, like, financially support my business with, you know, my family with my business and um, build an empire. Like, I, I keep saying that, but, like, just the community with my business is so special. It brings women of all different, um, you know, walks of life together, and that's been really humbling and really cool to see. Yeah, I am so excited to see what you do in the future. I really love everything you have out. And since you like started this business by yourself, were there any challenges that you faced that you wish you would have been aware of prior to starting your business? Yeah, so a big one um, that I've struggled with along the way is imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I'll explain that. <laughs> so it's when you're doing something like really cool, really legit, and you feel like you aren't measuring up to the task and you have all these doubts on like what you're doing 
and it really just bugs at you and it kind of impedes your growth. And um, instead of having that growth mindset of being like, yeah, like, you know, this is going to, you know, fail horribly, but that's okay. <laughs> um, it's more of a perfectionistic like mindset where you're like, wow, like I'm not doing this well enough. And if I'm not doing it well enough, then it, I, I shouldn't do it at all. And so like, that's been a really like difficult challenge for me to get over. Um, I wish somebody had told me that I would struggle with that. I thought it was going to be more like financial or, you know, just like the logistics of running a business, but it's been a lot of self-doubt. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that with us. I feel like that's a really like common thing that happens to people that isn't talked about enough. Um, and if you're comfortable sharing, like, what did you do to, like, help ease that feeling? Or is it just something that you learned to, like, cope with? I I mean, I still have it. I feel like you go through ebbs and flows of it, mm-hmm. like, experiencing it. Um, for me, it's been really good to step back and connect with the reason why I'm doing it. Because yeah. that will keep me motivated. And instead of looking at, um, I was talking to someone the other day. Let me think. So we were talking about um, progress and she was like, you know what, like success isn't um, a destination. And she's like, a lot of the time we look at that, especially in westernized like countries where we see like, yeah, when I get that job, I'll be successful. Or when I do this, I'll be successful. But she's like, your success is a journey. And what you've built with your business is you are successful. And, like, that really, like, snapped me into it. And I was like, wow, that's true. <laughs> like, yeah. the fact that I've even started this and, like, it's making money and, like, it brings people together, it's successful. So exactly, yeah. That's that really good. Me, yeah, that's helped me get over it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I love that. And that's amazing. Like, starting such a powerful business, like, on your own, like, that is so much to be proud of for yourself. Um, and what do you personally feel like is the most rewarding part of owning a small business with such a powerful message? It's definitely the community, like 100%. Um, I never thought that it would bring so many different women together. Like I have people in different countries that are like talking to me and they share their experiences of like um, being a woman in, in societies where women are not equal. And it's really humbling to hear their experiences and to be that person that hears them so definitely that community that I've built and more people just keep joining and it makes me happy yeah that's awesome seriously that's like I mean going back to the topic of success before that's just what success is I mean you're bringing together people and that's amazing um and before previously you were talking about how you're in nursing school and how you decided to start this business so we were wondering, how do you balance work life and your mental health? And is there anything specific you like to do to de-stress? Yeah, so one of my favorite things I've learned in nursing school, like this is how it plays into my business. Um, so as a nurse, you have to learn how to delegate. So you cannot do everything yourself. You have like six patients. You can't take care of everyone at once. So you need to learn your resources and learn who you can like count on to help you out and that has been like key to running my business while I've been in school and while I'm a poor college student trying to like make it by um so I have figured out my husband has like quit his job to help me like 
run this business. So it's a matter of figuring out who I can delegate my tasks to, because there are things that I can do, and then there are things that other people can help me with. Um, and that has been key to like balancing everything in my life is being able to say no and to have someone else help me with those things. So that's yeah. been really great. And then um, you wanted to know about de-stressing? Yeah. Right? Okay. Um, I like going for walks. Since my, since my work and my home life is in the same spot, it's nice to get out and like go for a walk, hang out with friends, to just not be in the same space. I feel like during the pandemic, um, a lot of people learned that lesson that they can't have everything in one place and it's really difficult to separate. Yeah. So that's been key. Yeah, I feel like walks are so therapeutic and I, I love know. <laughs> I go on walks like every day. I feel like I know. Walk. It's gonna start snowing here in Utah and I'm like, rip. Like no. <laughs> am I gonna walk? <laughs> it's okay, we'll figure it out. You know? Um, is there like a favorite part you have about the business? Like, is it coming up with the ideas or making the jewelry? I don't know. Like, I feel like there are parts that I like really hate. And those are the ones I'm like, I'm going to delegate those to my husband. <laughs> but then there, I love making the jewelry. Like the, it's the research, like the process of like researching the historical woman and like really trying to understand like her vibe and like what she would have been like. Um, and then trying to reflect that in the jewelry, but still make it wearable. Mm -hmm. That is a whole process in itself. Yeah. And usually, like, I have, you know, collections planned out in advance. And sometimes it just doesn't feel right anymore. So I scrap the whole idea. That, oh, creative, yeah. that creative process is my favorite. But it's also, like, a fire that I'm being forged in. <laughs> it's rough. <laughs> But um, yeah, I love it. And I love operating like the laser cutter that I have here in my mm -hmm. apartment. That's so fun. Um, but yeah, those are a couple of my favorites. And then my photo shoots, those are so fun too. Ooh. I have a photographer and we get together probably like every month or so. And we like shoot all of the pictures for the jewelry. Oh my God, that's exciting. Yeah. That's fun. It's fun, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite product or a collection you made? And like... Is it like, is it hard to pick a favorite? Like, I feel like you have so many products and they're all so beautiful. So, I mean, if you have a favorite, <laughs> you to share with us. Yeah, it's hard. Um, it feels like picking a favorite child, <laughs> you know, like I, I really, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I put out a Taylor collection this past summer and it was like named after me and it was around my birthday. And that was really fun. But my, probably my favorite to date was the Frida collection. And that one just like hit different, like the community that it brought together was really cool. We had a lot of um, Latina women here in Utah get together for that photo shoot. And it was like just really healing to hear all of their stories. I'm half Mexican. So sometimes it's hard to like connect with that side of myself. And it was really cool to like research Frida's life, um, learn the good and bad things about her life and what she did. And then talk about it with the models that were there so yeah. it was really cool and I liked how a lot of the products reflected um her work and her art and her life so I'm proud yeah. of I'm proud of that one <laughs> yeah oh my god I love that um I feel like doing the research and like learning all of that is so 
so like rewarding and you learn so much and being able to make jewelry is like amazing and yeah. kind of talking more about like your products and like your favorite things what do you do when you're creatively like stumped like when you're brainstorming like a product or something is there a process you have to go through <laughs> that's the big question um sometimes you just like have to shut it off and like start something new like I don't know that you know if whoever finds an answer to that question I'll pay them a lot of money for it <laughs> I don't have an answer <laughs> um, no, yeah. it helps to just walk away and just to like mm -hmm. not think about it um that's why it's been helpful to have my own like room for my business so I can just shut the door and be like yeah I'm gonna go do other things in my apartment but not touch that yeah having so, that well, balance it's hard to like mentally turn it off though because it's my baby like my small business is yeah, like seriously. hard work and so I'm always thinking about things but yeah I don't know any advice <laughs> <laughs> yeah guys any advice like reach out to her if you're listening yeah okay. uh so now that we're reaching towards the end where can people find your products if they're interested yeah, so I have an Instagram. Um, it's just Feminescence. Um, and the name is a play on words. So it's like Reminescence. So like since we're reminiscing historical women, but it's Feminescence because of the females. So yeah, pretty cool. So oh my God, I didn't even realize that. I feel like yeah. so creative. I love that so much. I was like, Thank that you. word is so pretty. Thank you. Yeah, so Feminescence on Instagram. And then feminescence.co is my website. One day I'll buy the .com. Someone has it and it like costs a lot of money to buy the URL. Um, and then on TikTok, I'm feminescence as well. So okay. you can find me. Yeah. Yes. Okay. okay. And then lastly, do you have any comments or advice to give to anyone before we conclude the podcast? Yes. Um, this is controversial, but... <laughs> Um, I think that feminism is for everyone, and that word is, like, very charged, um, but feminism is the whole point of my business. Um, a lot of people have different definitions of it, um, but I think that it's a movement that is allowing people to find their voices and to feel equal and to feel like they um, are worth people's time and that they have opportunities in this world um I know that it can be a white like woman washed type of movement but that's why I think it's so key to have have an intersectional view of things and I try to do that with my business but um yeah that's my parting words feminism is for everyone and if you if you think it's controversial and it's a controversial statement I would do some research and like think about that and think about why people um you know just like are so passionate about these movements and these ideologies so that is it <laughs> yeah thank you for sharing and yeah it's really important to be inclusive whenever we're taking part of a very powerful movement but thank you so much for being here today i love learning more about your business and its meaning and your process i loved all of it yeah thank you Thank you.